I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John Peters, very much. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our program on this uh, Sunday morning, a bright and sunny Sunday morning. Wasn't too bad walking the dog about an hour ago, a little bit brisk, I wish, and um, it's going to be warm today, very, very warm. 56 years ago at this uh, moment, I was, I guess I was getting ready for church, but a little later that day in church on a Sunday afternoon in central Ohio, my wife and I were wed. And uh, so our 56th wedding anniversary, I did the flowers for our wedding. It was pretty warm setting up the church after, uh, after Sunday morning church service. We were married at three o'clock on Sunday afternoon. And, uh, so uh, not quite this warm though. So anyway, happy anniversary to Lynn. And, uh, I hope you have a great day. We're looking forward to a quiet celebration of our anniversary. We may go out to dinner tonight. Try to stay away from Frisco. <laughs> that's where the that's where the uh, soccer fans are going to be going nuts about the time we'd be going to dinner. Um, anyway, we're glad to have you uh, have you tuned in this morning. If you'd like to give me a call, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, we are here to talk about gardening, the plants at your place, and that toll free number anywhere you can hear me eight hundred two eight eight W B A P eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven and uh, so call now won't you please all of the lines are available it's 800-288-9227 and we have a new guest to welcome to our lines this morning uh, steve huddleston has for 28 and a half years joined us every uh, sunday at this time from the fort worth botanic garden and we want to stay with the same first name so we have stephen hayden stephen is a horticulturist at the fort worth botanic garden stephen good morning good morning to you neil Appreciate your joining this morning, and thank you so much. How long have you been at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? Oh, a little over two years. That's great, and I detect just a little bit of a hit of an accent. Tell us about you. Yes, I'm, 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 I originally, I'm originally from England. I started my horticultural career with the Rorty Horticultural Society um, Garden in England, and then later spent uh, a year working at Longwood Gardens, short time in the Pacific Tropical Botanical Gardens in Hawaii, and many years working in Bermuda before I finally found my way to North Texas. <clears throat> and I've been here for quite a while myself now, and uh, long enough to call it home, I think. That's a tremendous assortment of, uh, of places to be. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's, it's been a fun journey. I can only imagine. That's great. Well, welcome aboard, and thank you for joining us, and, and this will be fun. I look forward to it very much. Thank you. What are you uh, and the staff going to be doing this week? You have some work ahead of you, it looks like. Well, as Steve mentioned last week, there's a lot of activity around marigolds at the moment. This week, our staff and volunteers will be planting 45,000 marigolds. that will be transformed into a carpet of gold on both sides of the road ramp during the Celebramos celebration this fall. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, uh, we're, all set, we're all set to do it and uh, excited about uh, where we're going with these marigolds. And I think they are, if I'm not mistaken, are they Taishan orange and, and yellow? Is that the same as last year? Those did so uh, beautifully we've got, last year. We've, we've got Taishan orange and cocoa gold. Cocoa. The, Taishan, the Taishan orange are shorter, 10 to 12 inches tall, with what I call a, a tidy, tight dome flower. Mm-hmm. And the cocoa gold is, is a giant. It's 24 to 36 inches tall, and it has fimbriated petals, um, uh, frilly petals. So I think those 
those changes in contrast there, those changes in texture, are going to give a, a great display to the uh, the fall uh, the fall show. Well, no kidding. You plant them now, and they color up when it it starts to turn cooler in September, October, and they will bloom all the way up until frost. And the colors are so much more intense in fall's cooler weather. They're more productive in the fall than they are in the spring. I think, personal opinion. What do you think? Oh, I, I agree entirely. And uh, as it gets cooler, they'll be less susceptible to red spider mite as well. Yeah, so are we all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, so your featured plant is a native Texas plant. Tell us about that. It is. I thought I'd start with Turk's cap, Malva viscus drummondii. It's actually one of my personal favorites. It's a woody perennial that's hardy in the southern part of Texas. And here in North Texas, it dies back to the ground after the first hard frost, and it reliably comes back in the spring. Touch caps in the same family as the hibiscus, but unlike the hibiscus flowers that open wide, the Turks cap flower remains in a tight spiral, remembering a Turkish, resembling rather a Turkish turban. Mm-hmm. The plant generally grows to about three feet in height. The most common variety is bright red, against soft green heart-shaped leaves. But there are pink and white varieties. I think they're probably sports actually, and uh, they're not as vigorous as the red. Um, the red is, is, the, is the most vigorous and the most resi- reliable. Mm-hmm. Turks cap will grow. One of its, what makes it so versatile is that it will grow in both the sun and the shade, so you're able to find them in many places throughout the garden. I was on the pollinator pathways earlier this week, and it's growing beautifully uh, there in full sun. And if anybody's visiting the garden and they, they look for it, they'll find it uh, in shade as well. Just fo- follow but, the pollinators. They'll, they'll know right where it is. That's exactly right, yes. <laughs> That's a One lovely thing. plant, and it's native. I, I remember seeing it in the hill country beneath the uh, live oaks and just growing in places you wouldn't expect to see uh, plants flowering in the summer, anywhere it gets a little bit of moisture. It's a, it's just a beautiful plant, and it tucks away nicely. I, I, that's, that's why I find it choice. so useful, because you can use it in both the sun and the shade, um, particularly if you've got a design that, that goes from sun to shade. It's it's difficult to get that coordinated, so I've used it in the past where it, it hops from the shade to the sun, and it gives it some uh, cohesiveness. Folks, that's Turk's cap. You probably have seen it. You may not know it by that name, but remember what uh, Stephen has said. It looks like a hibiscus until you realize it never opens fully. It's just kind of rolled, like you rolled up the petals and and, uh, and the hummingbirds and, and butterflies find the pollen, find the uh, find everything they want out of it without uh, it ever having to open. All right, you have some events going on. Tell us about the the next event up. We do indeed. Starting on the August the 19th, the Fort Worth Botanic Garden invites guests to unfold the wonders of nature during the Texas premiere of Florigami in the Garden, a six-month outdoor exhibit, 18 museum-quality sculptures inspired by the Japanese art of paper folding. I remember making um, <clears throat> uh, origami cranes in my youth. <laughs> so, I, I've seen them unpack a few of these, and they're absolutely spectacular. So, uh, I think it's going to be a great asset to the garden. That's wonderful. And then next Saturday and Sunday. Well, next Saturday and Sunday, August 11th and 12th, you can bring your pooch to dog days in the garden during the, the regular, regular opening hours, 8 or 5 at the weekends. Hydration stations for the dogs are going to be uh, available, as are doggy pool cool-off areas. I'm not quite sure what they look like, but uh, they sound quite appealing, I think, uh, in this weather. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. You may and find some of the stationed. staff in there. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly, yes. They're going to be stationed throughout the garden. So um, That's great. come early and get in while it's cool and uh, enjoy the garden with your furry friend. 
All right. Lots of great things to do at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. All of the information is at the website and the website of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. I try to set to set you up with that by saying it slowly. What is the website? You did indeed. It's FWBG, the initials of Fort Worth Botanic Garden, dot org. All right. All the information is there. Old-fashioned people like a, a phone number that they can call for a recorded message. What is that number? It's 817-463-4160. All right. Easy one on that. And then how do they find you, Stephen? Well, we're just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and that part's easy. It's an old, old, historic botanic garden, one of the oldest, if not the oldest, in the state of Texas. And it's just a couple of miles west of downtown Fort Worth. It's the same exit you take for the zoo. You go north, however, instead of going south for the zoo. The Fort Worth Botanic Garden is right at the intersection of I-30 and University Drive. And I hope you'll go out. As Stephen has suggested, go early. While it's cool, there's a lot of shade at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Stephen, you did wonderfully. This is going to be fun. Appreciate you joining me. Thank you very much, uh, Neil, and uh, happy anniversary to you. Thank you very much. Talk to you next Sunday. Stephen Hayden, the horticulturist. I was going to say new horticulturist. He's not new. He's new to the program. And we'll talk to him next Sunday. Sponsored today by Arborological Services. Arborological Services for the finest in tree care anywhere in the Metroplex. These are the folks that you want to have working with your trees. They're the only people who will ever touch our trees at our house. They came out a couple of weeks ago and did just masterful work. 866-552-7267. Unless you be confused by that toll-free number, they only work in the Metroplex. They just got the toll-free number because there's so many area codes just to make it easier for you. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Steve Hauser owns and operates the business and he is one of the most respected tree people in the entire state of Texas. You mention his name, and in their industry, people just smile because they know he is a kind and gentle man and highly respected for what he has done, what he has done with his business, what he has done for the trees, the urban forests of the Metroplex, and what he has done to save historic trees as well. Steve spends a lot of his own personal time in working with trees of uh, of importance to our heritage in Dallas-Fort Worth. Love this company. They're just the greatest. 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists, ISA Certified Arborists on staff. They have a 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. They have the awards. They have the proof. They have the team that will do you right. So it's arborological.com on the web, arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and that all-important phone number, 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. I'm Arcadia with Cornelius Nurseries in Spring. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Well, with that name, Arcadia in Spring, Texas, I know spring and I love spring. And uh, with the Cornelius Nursery, which is a, a part of the Callaways group. That just all fits together. Thank you, Arcadia, very much. All right, we have one line open in our family of phone lines. We have three that we have use for, uh, use of, uh, of which we have use. Uh, the ghost of grammar teachers in the past haunt me. 800-288-WBAP, 
800-288-9227. David, outside Waco. David, you're up first today. Good morning, and thanks for calling. Good morning, and a blessed Sunday morning for you, Neil. Thank you, David, very much. How can I help you? Well, uh, I have a, a friend, my barber's wife, who uh, is president of the Garden Society in McGregor, Texas. Yes, sir. And I, I, bought her, I bought her a copy of your book and told her that this is everything you know about gardening in Texas. Hmm. So uh, my question was, I think I've heard before not to prune crepe myrtles. Now, I've got about 16 of them, and i got one that's just growing crazy. And uh, I've wondered, uh, when is a good time to top them? Well, and that is what you've heard. You should never top a crepe myrtle. Um, what happens with uh, topping is you ruin the, the natural shape, the growth form of the plant. And once it's topped the first time, it's, it's permanent. It will never have that growth form again. Uh, you can see plants that have been topped uh, once 40 years ago, and no matter how people try to correct for that topping by all the, the logical pruning thereafter, it still is visible. Um, what you need to do, uh, we have, uh, ha- we've had quite an effort in our crepe myrtle trails of McKinney Foundation. We have planted about 40,000 crepe myrtles in McKinney, and our goal is to showcase all of the known varieties of crepe myrtles. There are about 130, 135 varieties, named varieties, in the nursery trade, and they range in mature height from 2 feet to 32 feet. So if you have a plant that is 18 feet tall and you need one that's 8 feet tall, get another variety. Get one that's shorter. Don't be whacking on the tall one and punishing it for growing too tall. It's not its fault. It's our fault for planting the wrong one. I did the same thing. I had a variety called Catawba, which is kind of a medium tall one, and I had it growing beneath uh, some trees that overtook it. And so I just moved the plant. I just uh, You can either move them or remove them, throw them away, and and get another variety that is shorter. If you have one that gets into the eaves, for example, rather than whacking it and making it look uh, like it's been punished, just take it out and and either put it in a place where it can grow unencumbered or uh, just take it out completely rather than butchering it. So that's that's a harsh way of putting it, David. You ask very kindly, and uh, but that's that's kind of how I approach it. Does that make any sense? Okay. Okay. Yes, it does. I, I was just wondering because. At our park, uh, they top the crepe myrtles every year, yeah. and uh, they all grow back just fine. Well, they grow uh, back so. fine, but then the problem is that crepe myrtles are dormant. They're bare five months out of the year, and so five months you're looking at those, those barren, massacred uh, stems that are left. And, and it, here are the reasons you don't want to top. Number one, you have to look at that stuff. Number two, you, you take away one and sometimes two rounds of blooms uh, in, in your crepe myrtle flowering. We uh, stopped and visited with a friend on the way to my office where I'm broadcasting this morning. Uh, he, he lives next door, and his Catawba, his Catawba, it's my favorite variety, his Catawba, is, he's been in Maine for a month. And I said, Mike, your, your Catawba crepe myrtle is now blooming for the third time. Uh, already and he said i know we missed two of them and um, if if it had been topped it would now be blooming for the first time people who top their crepe myrtles miss out on that and uh, so 
Uh, those those are the reasons you don't want to top crepe myrtles. If, if, well, thank you, baby. Yeah, no. and the third the third reason is when they do bloom, they produce these gigantic heads of flowers that are as big as basketballs, and they're on limber stems that weight down from the big flower heads. They hang down toward the ground. So there's just absolutely no reason to, to top them. Uh, I've had this discussion with people for all of my 52-year career, and I, every time I think I'm making progress, I drive through a city and they're topped, and I think, oh, man, I've got to work another 100 years or I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Neil. You're it's welcome, always David. Good to talk to you. You're terrific. Thanks for the call. Have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you. All right. Uh, if you happen to have my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, you'll see that explanation. You will see the way to correct the problem. If you move into a house where a crepe myrtle has been topped, there is a, an explanation of what you do uh, when uh, that happens in this book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and I have some exciting news for you. I have uh, a, a very special low price on the book right now, brand new, the last two days. Uh, and the reason is I have a couple of very special projects I'm trying to wrap up. And so for a short while, I have put the book on sale for the lowest price of this sixth printing. It's only thirty-four ninety-five per copy. I need to get these projects wrapped up. I don't need to identify them for you. They are not horticultural. Um, I just need to get them done. And it's 11 chapters covering lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit, and vegetable crops. The whole works. Uh, 344 pages, 840 photographs. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything in your landscape and garden for every county in Texas. Your satisfaction with the book is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny you invest in it. And I've not been asked in 80,000 copies. I've not been asked to refund one penny for any book. I sign every copy as it sells, and for that reason, I decided not to put the book in stores or on Amazon. Now, there are two ways that you can buy it, thank heavens. Uh, if it's not in stores or on Amazon, you say, well, Neil, how can I get one then? You either call my office Monday through Friday business hours. That number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. Or the better way is to buy it right now on my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It's a quarter century newer and more up-to-date than the old cowboy boot book. This one is really, uh, has everything I wanted in it. I self-published it so I could say that. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening for a very limited time, only $34.95. Don't miss this chance. Go to Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Keep your summer special with the bright, long-lasting colors of Cora, XDR, Vinca, and Lantana, and Purslane, and more in your flower beds, also in pots and containers of all kinds. Callaway's Nursery has big summer-sized plants that will brighten your spirits in your landscape. You'll find select 6-inch generous plants for six ninety-nine, and the best news of all, 
uh, Callaway's Nurseries, and if you hear uh, this in Cornelius Lane, Cornelius Nurseries open at 9 this morning. So go in while it's still cool. They have a great variety of everything you need to give your garden a refreshing splash of color. You can choose from a wide assortment of different flowers and colors that will make you smile. These warm season annuals flourish during our long Texas summer days and defy the heat with their cheerful blooms. As an extra perk, many will attract helpful pollinators to your garden. Want to know more? Well, ask one of their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals. They are there to guide you and answer your questions. You can trust their expert gardening knowledge. Founded in Texas by Texans, you hear their voices here in the rejoinders. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best in plants and advice for our area. Everything is backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're looking for fresh ideas to update your landscape, it's easier now more than ever with the help of Callaway's Landscape and Design and Installation. Schedule a meeting in your home by August 31 with one of their professional designers, and they will collaborate with you to develop the right design and then set up a time for your fall installation. To schedule your personalized meeting, visit Callaway's.com. Shop any of their community stores, including the new location in Cedar Park, just northwest of Austin. Open seven days a week for your convenience from 9 until 6. Callaway's Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nursery's opened. I'm Dana with the Callaway's in Denton. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dana, very, very much. Appreciate that. And, um... I am looking at my clock, and I'm going to have to – let me try to help uh, Mary in Fort Worth. Mary, I have about a minute, minute and a half. I think I can help you before we have to uh, break for news. What's going on? Mary? Mm-hmm. All right. Mary, you're on the air. we got to get going, though. How can I help you? Uh, yes, we have uh, sandburrs that I've had for years on my property, and I've been for the last two or three years manually picking them. And then I've also identified a weed called telegraph weed that's on a big portion of my yard. What can I do about that besides manually pulling those? All right. Um, I don't know the telegraph weed by that name, probably a very common weed, and I probably should know it. The grass burrs uh, you uh, prevent. You don't kill them once they're growing. Uh, the, the way you get rid of grass burrs is by using either um, uh, Baylan or Holtz or Dimension, any one of those three pre-emergent weed killers. And in Fort Worth, you would apply them between the 5th and 15th of March and the 5th and 15th of June. Those uh, pre-emergents have a uh, 90-day active life, uh, about a 100-day active, active life in the uh, landscape. And so you have to uh, you have to repeat on a 90-day turnaround, and the the operative time is the weeds start to germinate about the uh, middle of March, uh, depending okay. on how is it warm safe the for animals. Is. Absolutely, is it safer? yeah, yeah. Okay. It, I wouldn't recommend otherwise. So those okay. are annuals. You apply any one of the three uh, between 5th and 15th of March, and repeat. You can use mix or match uh, any of the three then the same time in June. Um, there's nothing you can do right now other than mow frequently. Telegraph weed, I guess it sounds like a broadleaf weed, but you'll need to identify that. Take it into Callaway's or any other good nursery where you can talk to a professional nurseryman and have it identified, and then probably a broadleaf weed killer would kill that, but uh, you need to do that before it goes to seed. I'm going to have to break for the news here, but uh, if you have anything else, stay there, and Mike will bring you back up. Stay tuned. Folks, we'll be back. 
DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Asking for a protective order. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Dallas, 635 westbound between Forest Lane and Abrams Road is closed due to road construction. And in southeast Dallas, road construction has the left lane closed on I-20 eastbound between Bonnyview Road and Highway 310. Your WBAP forecast, an excessive heat warning in effect until 8 p.m. tonight. Today, mostly sunny and hot with highs around 106. Heat index values up to 109. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows in the lower 80s. Tomorrow, sunny and hot with highs around 103. Heat index values up to 114. Right now, it is 85 degrees in Dallas, 87 degrees in Fort Worth. A threatening social media post by former President Trump leads to legal trouble in the January 6th case. A federal judge is giving former President Trump until Monday evening to respond to a protective order motion in his election interference case. The order asked the judge to set limits on what Trump's team can do publicly with evidence in the case. The order was requested by the DOJ on Friday. It comes after Trump made a post on social media saying, quote, if you go after me, I am coming after you. That judge denied Trump's request for an extension to respond to the matter on Saturday. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. DFW Airport police are searching for at least three different individuals they believe are involved with the theft of 10 vehicles last month. At DFW, we do have our own proprietary police force. Uh, it's, it's hundreds of men and women that patrol these streets. Chris McLaughlin, executive vice president of operations at DFW Airport, advises travelers to protect their vehicles by locking their doors, updating their car's security features, and parking in well-lit areas. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 9 o'clock. Be sure to check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. Thank you, Lori, very much. Um, I did a little looking during that uh, great big minute that I had uh, about telegraph weed for Mary in Fort Worth and I do see it, and it is a broadleaf weed. Everything I found, I found about 10 matches for it, uh, all of them having California maps. So maybe it is common, but it's a big, bold weed. That thing is is tall. Uh, Mowing would probably take care of that. But uh, broadleaf weed killer certainly would too. But it looks to be a a bigger problem in California than, what do I know? It shouldn't be a problem in your lawn. Um, Anyway. That uh, maybe will help. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. I enjoy talking about them. Stopped in the store yesterday. This is the McKinney store. They sponsor this program, and and I'm pretty grateful for that. It's a wonderful store. When you go in there, you will be greeted by cheerful people with a great product line. You know, if you're going to be in retail and you are an employee of a store, uh, and first of all, it's it's a thing that you really enjoy talking about, and you have a great product line, and you have people who are happy because it's a hobby, How good is that? Well, that's the way it is at Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. Uh, Cheryl Miller, who goes by the name of Birdie, is just a 
fit. Everything fits. Uh, brings the, the best employees you will find anywhere, and they have been with her a long time. The bird crew, she calls them, and they know wild birds. That's in lowercase, wild birds. The store is Wild Birds Unlimited, and that's in very uppercase because they deserve it. They have all the feeds, all kinds of feeds, to attract birds right into your backyard. And they have all kinds of feeders and all kinds of bird supplies and bird accessories, uh, bird uh, uh, watering stations and nesting sites and uh, all kinds of things. And then decorative accents for your landscape. It makes bird watching fun. Take a child or a grandchild in with you and, and get him or her involved in this hobby. It is a wonderful hobby. And the Birdie brings in a lot of speakers. A lot, a lot of times they'll be at Saturday mornings at 9, and then the store opens at 10. They quickly convert it back into retail store. And uh, that she'll have topics uh, just ranging. I don't know of anything specifically that's lined up right now, but uh, things about bats or about uh, various bird species or about nesting or about this or that. Um, uh, owls uh, once I went to and just all kinds of things and she brings experts in to talk about them it really is a fun place to shop wild birds unlimited voted internationally out of all the I think it's a couple hundred wild birds unlimited stores whatever the number is it's that good let me tell you where they are 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. And see if you aren't greeted by smiling faces and helpful people when you go in there. 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, south side of McKinney, near Tom Thumb. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, open Monday through Saturday, 10 until 5. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police when they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. I hope you never have a foundation problem. I've said that for 27 years. Fred Marshall's never complained to me. Neil, don't be negative about my company. I think he even realizes it's a, it's a, it's a sad time when somebody has to have their foundation repaired. My house is breaking. And, uh, and so that's the, the call that they get. But they get to fix the house and make it whole once again. That's what they did with our house. We have a sunroom that kind of decided it wanted to go that way. And the rest of the house was staying over here. And, and uh, two separate concrete pours. The rest of the house designed by an architect. Sunroom designed by Neil and the builder. Bad idea. And, uh, and so uh, we paid the, the price of a foundation there that didn't, uh, didn't work right. Well, advanced foundation repair made up for our mistakes, and they can do the same for you. The problem is our soils. Our soils uh, enlarge, they, they swell, that's what I'm trying to say, when they get wet, and they shrink when they're dry, and the foundations go along for the ride. So many times the foundations are just poured down on top of the concrete, on top of the, the uh, clay, and uh, just uh, framed in and poured. There's not any deep pier, uh, piers uh, dug down into the soil to anchor them firmly. Advanced foundation repair will make your house whole once again. I'll use that same line twice. If you want to have them come out and check your foundation to see if there are problems, if the things just aren't working right, the windows don't open, the doors don't close, and uh, you see tape and bedwork coming loose on the walls. You see cracks in the, in the mortar and, and grout. 
That's the time to call Advanced Foundation Repair. Home inspections absolutely free, and the work that they do is affordable and done right. 214-333-0003. Call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. All right, and finally, I want to tell you about my electronic newsletter, which is called eGardens, Neil Sperry's eGardens. Uh, we put the word E in it to signify electronic, and that was 19 and a half years ago. That was before people understood. Uh, now everybody understands what that means. Um, and uh, so, but we were one of the first to have an electronic newsletter. And it comes out on Thursday evenings, right at 6 o'clock. By the time it gets to your email, uh, by the time Constant Contact uh, parcels it up into smaller groups, manageable-sized groups, and sends it out, it may be 6.03 or so until you get yours. That's when mine comes anyway. And so uh, that's the, the time frame. And by sending it out on Thursday evening, that gives you Friday to uh, take a, a, a stroll through the nursery or the hardware store, wherever you do your shopping, and get your supplies and be ready to work Friday evening, Saturday, or Sunday and get everything done. It's based on a three-day weekend, three-day turnaround. And then the following Thursday, we'll do it again. I always have a featured plant of the week. I always have featured uh, things to do that weekend that are time-sensitive. And I always have the Q&A section. We've expanded that uh, eight or ten months ago into... uh, 10 or 12 questions each week. It's worked out beautifully. It's free, always will be. I'll never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. We always have one archived example there. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. And you sign up for it. Uh, the only way to get it is to go to my website and sign up there. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Get to the website, then click on eGardens. I'm Amber with Callaway's Nursery in Mesquite. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Amber, very, very much. And now, back to the phone lines. We're ready to go to work. We go to Dina in Denton. Dina, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning, Neil, and happy anniversary to both you and Lynn. Thank you. Um, I am the president of your unofficial fan club. Well, good. Um, Thank you. This is my question. Do you know of any vine that can grow under wet conditions? I've lost two Carolina jasmine vines over the past two years due to the wet soil that that they are growing in. All right. And why is it wet? Well, they're growing against an iron fence that are separating my yard from my neighbor's yard. And the neighbor waters his yard or lawn daily. Their yard's a little higher than mine, so the water is tending to drain to that area. When I've dug those cast vines out, the soil, the clay soil has been very, very wet. Mm. Okay. Um, the, I, I normally, when somebody asks me that question, I try to figure a way to get rid of wet rather than dealing with wet, because wet is not, right. a, not a good thing on a constant basis. Um, and especially if you have an iron fence, because it will uh, damage the fence, you don't have much control over that if they're watering that much. Um, that's too bad, because they're wasting our valuable water. Um, 
one option would be a couple of options. Um, that's one of the best of the vines for wet soil, unfortunately, because it's from the southeast uh-huh. of the United States where it is wet. Uh, a couple of options would be, I'll, I'll try to get to something else, but uh, a couple of options would be to plant it a little bit high, put it on a, a berm of four or five inches. Um, that may or may not be possible, but that's one thought. Another thought would be to plant it off to the left or off to the right. If you have a low area, just get out of the low area and plant it and let it come in from the sides. Uh, same plant, just in a different planting site might work i don't know um and then the third option would be more work but if you could put a a a french drain in to get the water out and then the ideal solution would be to find a low spot in their yard and dump it right back on them Uh, (laughs) (laughs) here it comes get ready um yeah there is a french drain right where i have to do the planting and um so i know that that water should be drained away but it isn't doing that for some reason i did try when i replanted it to um plant it much higher as you suggested i still lost the plant so looks like i just have to stop trying to grow that vine in that place well it should do well for you now in in uh fairness to situation let me analyze uh, something when did they die did they die uh, over a long period of time just uh, um, let me ask a kind of a long-winded question Um, plants that are too wet don't just die in a week they they struggle and they 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 just they lose roots and so they go downhill over a period of a month or two or three uh, at a time when you also notice that there is standing water on the soil and, and uh, algal growth on top of the soil, as opposed to, here's what I was wondering, Carolina Jessamine was hurt badly the last two winters. Is there any chance that it was winter damage and not the, the wet soil? No, not at all. Um, okay. The one I still have one, and it's doing just fine, and I never see standing water. The water, when I dug, have dug up the dot, dead ones, Mm-hmm. was under the ground, and so, so there is no water on top. So you know the water table. You understand that concept, and you can tell where it is. It's right up there. Right. Uh, is there any chance that the uh, that the French drain doesn't, doesn't function properly, doesn't have an outflow at the far end of it that is working properly? It's plugged up or uh, has roots in it or something. Is there any chance it's not working Well. Right? I suppose so. The home isn't that old, and I did have it fixed when we first moved in. Um, I don't see standing water at either end, so I think it's working okay. Well, where where does it empty? Uh, it empties to the back of the property and to the front, into the, into the street. All right. I don't know how a French drain could empty both ways unless it is. Uh, it, it okay. Well, I'm not real familiar with it either i'm sorry you might you might go out uh, an hour after a real rainstorm a heavy deluge next time you get one and look at both ends and see if you see water coming out if a french drain is working right uh, you should see water okay. coming out of of where you know the end to be and uh, uh, draining away that's the way they're supposed to function um I see. all right so i'll get off that and we'll try some other plants uh Autumn, sweet autumn clematis might be one that it's another plant that has done very well in the southern United States, um, southeastern United States. It is a naturalized. Okay. 
Yeah. I it's, just want you to repeat it. Sweet yeah, autumn. Sweet autumn clematis. Clematis okay. paniculata. And right. uh, it, uh, it blooms in, uh, in August, September. Uh, it is a, a beautiful vine. Now, one thing you'll have to do with it is, and it's bigger, it's a lot bigger than Carolina Jessamine. Uh, you do need to cut it back to about 18 or 24 inches every year. It is okay. ugly if you don't do that because it, it uh, loses a lot of its leaves in the winter. And then it will start growing out at the ends of the branches, and you'll have all that dead stubble uh, beneath it. If you start it over every year, it comes back beautifully. Um, and, and it's a luxuriant grower. Uh, the flowers are about the size of a, um, oh, a quarter or a little bigger, and uh, they are white and they are fragrant. Oh, I, I know I of that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think they were very fragrant for a long time. And I went into a, a side yard of a home where there was trapped air. Uh, to take photos of one, and oh my goodness gracious, yeah, I could smell it in there, and it was just just heavenly. So that's that's another one that I think would do well for you. I have one on my chimney, and it's been there for 25 years. It's, it does well, but I never noticed the fragrance like I did there. Um, what else would work well? May so, I ask a question sure. about oh, that? Yeah. All right. You say to cut it back 18 to 24 inches, but it will. How much will it grow then during the summer season? All right. That you, next cut it, season? you cut it back to t o 18 to 24 inches. It may be 20 feet tall, and when you're through oh. pruning it in the winter, it's 18 inches tall. I mean, right. you are taking stuff away, lots of stuff away. It's a major pruning okay. job. Okay, but then it will grow how fast? Quickly? 20 feet. Really? Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Especially with water, which seems to be in plentiful supply. <laughs> yes. There. Yeah. Ask your ask your neighbors if they'd put a little bit of liquid fertilizer in their water too. That would help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh well, thank you. I appreciate all your help today. Watch around in uh, in Denton this fall, and you may see one in bloom, one or two. And and if you do, you get a chance to see what it looks like. It'll be about a month from now, probably. Wonderful. Thank right. you. Thanks for the call very much. Bye-bye. All right. I have a question I've never been asked before. Uh, I will take it right after this. Roy in Dallas wants to know, commercial garden bulb suppliers, how long do they store bulbs? And if you don't know what he's talking about, you'll find out. That's an interesting uh, interesting uh, question, and uh, we'll see what we can come up with there. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is my book, and it is on sale. It's on more sale. If you just tuned in, it's on a bigger sale than it was before because I'm trying to, I, I just decided, all right, this is, this is something that is very important to our family. Uh, it is not a vacation. It is not college. I'm not going to hint around too much because it doesn't matter. It's not a horticultural uh, project I'm working on, but I have a couple of projects that I want to uh, uh, tackle. I, I need to get done. And I'm just going to sell the book and put it on sale and, and try to do some cash flow and get them done. Uh, this is $34.95 is what the book is uh, is now priced at. And uh, for a limited time, I know how many books I need to sell to get this accomplished. And when when that's done, then the price goes back up. It was $38.95, $34.95. It's 11 chapters covering lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables. And uh, Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants. 
And uh, people tell me that that chapter alone pays for this entire book. I've heard that so many times. I've never done a calendar like that in a book before. 840 of my photographs, 344 pages. You have a year of my life for $34.95 if you act quickly while I still am going to have this on sale. I sign every copy as it sells because I chose not to put it in stores or on Amazon. If I'd done those, they would have put a great big markup on it. That's how distributors and retail uh, stores and Amazon operate. That's how they make their money. And I'm, I'm not making their money. I'm just keeping the price at the low price of $34.95. There are two ways that you can order it. You can call my office or you can buy from my website. The office is open business hours, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. It's not a zero. It's an O. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, you can do it right now, is at my website, and that is neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Satisfaction guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. And uh, I've made that promise all the way through. I've not yet been asked in 80,000 sales. I've not been asked to refund on any of them. And uh, I'll sign your copy as I mail it. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, thank you very, very much. And we go back to telling you about Mueller. And that is a distinct pleasure because I believe in Mueller, believe in them a great deal. They uh, And they, in turn, believe in value. Mueller's Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision. And Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. They can say that because they have been around almost 100 years. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. 
I'm Jen, Vice President of Marketing with Callaway's Nursery. We're your neighborhood garden center founded right here in the Metroplex. Callaway sponsors this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Jen is really chipper and really a wonderful addition to the Callaway's team. Everybody likes her. Thank you, Jen, very, very much. Back to our phone lines. Let's go to Roy in Dallas. Roy, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning, sir. May God shower you all with blessings on your anniversary today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. I told Mike I was going to challenge you. And uh, I started thinking about how do these commercial growers or commercial companies where we like Brent and Becky's and uh, Burgundian in the off season, how do they store their uh, garden bulbs for the next spring or uh, fall planting season are they special climate controlled cooling rooms or uh, do they have special refrigerators that that, that they use because uh, in some catalogs that they mention uh, after the growing season that you lift them from the ground and like uh, gladiolas or coombs you can store those in uh, nylon stockings or mesh bags and uh, and some recommend what uh, um, wood filling or uh, uh, peat moss or something like that. What yeah, is you're all over the map though in talking about the uh, about the different types of, of bulbs and corms and tubers and other things. Remember that glads are warm season corms; they're warm season uh, uh, flowers. And uh, tulips and others that are that you start out with with Brent and Becky. Are are going to be cool season. They're going to they're going to be uh, uh, you know they're going to bloom in the spring. Um, I I can't speak on commercial bases. I can I can guess. Um, mm. and, and this uh, this uh, putting things in a refrigerator uh, stems back to to bring everybody up to speed um, to bloom properly in Texas and in the warm South. Uh, tulips and Dutch hyacinths especially must be pre chilled they they don't get enough cold in in the warmer climate to know that they've had a winter and so they don't bloom properly if we don't put them in the refrigerator for a period of time which i'll identify in a second uh, they they will bloom early and they will bloom two or three inches above the soil line Uh, so they need um, at least uh, 45 days at 45 degrees Uh, i'm talking about from a consumer level so we put them in the refrigerator uh, and take them out no sooner than late December, and and our goal is to plant them somewhere around Christmas, uh, no no sooner than the twentieth, eighteenth, somewhere in there of December, and we want to get them in the ground by the first of January. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our time period, and forty five days minimum, um, and so you, you can back that up to the first of November or, or late October. Uh, it's okay if you put them in the 1st of October, but at least 45 days. Uh, I don't know what they do commercially, but they're not digging them in the spring as soon as they finish blooming. Mm-hmm. They're, they're digging mm-hmm. them in, in, uh, in the fall, and instead of shipping them to uh, Des Moines, they're shipping them to Dallas where they go into, right. into that preacher. Okay. Um, uh, so that, that would explain that, and they do a lot of big-scale pre-chilling. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, there probably is is stuff uh, written. I did a quick search, yeah. uh, and and there is information on it uh, online. I don't have time to do it here, but I will I will see what I can find and maybe 
I put it in answer in my in my uh, question section of uh, eGardens this week. But anyway, hang on if uh, if you had anything else, hang on, and, and Michael will come right back to you. Folks, you have another hour coming up right after the news. Stay tuned, please. 